Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. You know, this whole journey, the entirety of this work really was based on this idea that I had shown up in life feeling fine, feeling just fine about my life. And I had decided that fine wasn't good enough that I wanted more. And more than anything, I decided that I wanted to live life on my terms for the first time ever. And season one, the very beginning of this podcast, of this daily journal podcast of what a journey out of that place looks like, season one really explores a ton of different paths to what was meant to be my destiny. And now we're moving into season two and there have been twists and turns that I could have never expected starting this a year ago. Starting to just show up and ask questions. And if you want to start all the way back in season one, you can start there. If you're starting a journey, it's a great place. There's a lot of exploratory vision work that happens. There's just a lot of movement through understanding myself better and understanding what I even wanted my terms to be. Now that we're moving into season two, this really becomes sort of the coaching portion of walking, walking that dream, taking those first steps, some of the things that might happen to you, some of the things that have happened to me as I explore and move into this new path. And so it's really just meant to walk along with you. If you ever needed someone to hold your hand, you ever needed a community to support you changing and challenging and growing, that's what we're here for. We're here five days a week to help you keep growing. That's what the Death of a Dream podcast is all about. We're so grateful that you're here. Hey, today we are talking about ending up fine. And that moment for me was one of the biggest moments. Like the moment that I decided that fine wasn't going to be good enough. And, you know, I think a lot of us just go along accepting that that's what it has to be. And I wanted to go out and just say, like, it doesn't have to be that way, right? We can do the things we want as long as we're willing to accept that it's going to be hard, seemingly impossible at times, and that that's okay because we just we just want more. That, like, we're not willing to settle for the fine versions of our lives anymore. And for me, it was like, I'm not willing to just wait it out. I'm not waiting till I'm 50 and I have that wake up moment where I'm like, dang it, I just, I could have done all this stuff, right? Like, I'm not waiting for that. These are the things that I want. This is where I want my life to go. This would be the best version of my life that I could ever imagine if I could do these things, if I could be a part of these networks, if I could do this work every day, then that's what I would do. And so that's what I started to do. 
And it sounds like it was just that easy. Okay, so then I just started doing that. It absolutely wasn't. But I knew every moment of hard would be worth it if I never went back to that place of fine. You know, and fine doesn't mean ungrateful. Like, I'm very grateful to even have a fine baseline beyond, right? But it doesn't mean that I don't have a reason to want to escape from that. Like, just because it's not hard and it's not terrible doesn't mean that I can't want more for my life. And that's exactly where this story starts. Let's go. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do a different intro every time. I'm your host, Hannah Nuss. It's so great to see all of you. Um, Let's go ahead, dive in, ground ourselves with our greatness. That's really where we want to start every day. Okay, so my great thing, you know what? Honestly, today I'll be speaking on my first stage, which it's virtual stage. So if you're out of state, which all of you likely are, um, I don't know, I just posted to my Instagram stories, like, call in sick to work. It's a $40 conference where you're going to have women feed into your soul. Play hooky, take the day off, start the date 30, pretend that you're sick, right? Everybody's going to believe you. Just start coughing a little bit. They'll let you go home. No question. Okay. There, now you have your excuses. But I think my great thing for today really is getting back up. Today will be my first stage actually talking about things related to me and what I've built and where I come from. And I had been speaking before. I had landed some speaking engagements, but those were always kind of for um, other things, other companies that I worked for, other things. So this will actually be my first talk about what I'm building, what I'm doing, and not even what I'm building and what I'm doing, really how other people can do similar things to me and how I did mine and, you know, just kind of shedding some light on why, why long form. And most of you are probably going, I don't even know what she's talking about at this point, but most importantly, like, getting back up. I just knew that I wanted to be on stages, period. That's it. And I had applied for this exact conference right when I first started. And I remember getting denied and just really being like, oh no, I'm not good enough. And wanting to stop at that point. And then I just, I remember, I remember feeling like it was all going to happen and being super excited. And then I remember getting rejected. And I remember just being like, okay, well, who knows, right? You don't really know what's going on. Maybe they didn't need what I was talking about. 
now thinking about what I pitched on, they didn't need what I was talking about. I'm pretty sure. And so like you never really know why you get denied for something, but your ability to get back up. So, you know, we keep doing this work. I keep figuring more things out. And almost a year later, actually the application would have been at the same exact time. Almost a year later, I have a chance to apply again. And in my head, I'm like, oh, you could get turned down, right? Like you got shut down last time. Don't you remember that? I was just like, so what? Keep getting turned down. Keep putting yourself out there. Your only job is to know what you want to do and then to just keep going. And, you know, I've been talking about this fear place that I've been in the last couple of weeks. And that's just it. Like, this is such a great reminder today of like, you're going to grow into it. If it's something that you want, you'll get there. It just probably isn't going to be on your timeline. Like, trust, if I could have blown up 20 years ago, we wouldn't even be here right now. Right? But the timeline's not up to me. And it's funny that all of us think that it is. Like, I had played out the actual scenario where I land the speaking gig a year ago. I blow up and, you know, my podcast ranks and, and we just run off into stardom, right? And that didn't happen and it wasn't supposed to. Okay. And that's still probably not going to happen. But what I can say is never stop moving, waiting for someone else to come through for you. Like you're the X factor and people will help you, but people really just care about themselves. So it's important that you start focusing on you. That sounds really selfish and hard to say and even harder to truly believe. Um, But that's the reality. Like as gross as it seems, think about it. Right? Like you'll help people out, but most people you're not going to go to the ends of the earth for. Um, So all I can say is never stop moving thinking that this is going to be the next thing. It probably isn't going to play out the way that you envision it, or maybe it does, but definitely keep moving because it may not. That's all. That's just from my own proof in my own life. Like it's fine to dream and imagine and want those big things, but it may not happen. And that doesn't mean that you stop, right? You're still going to want those things. If they're true to you, you'll just apply next year. Try again. Do the thing. Maybe it's a one-time shot and maybe you don't get it. Then there's something else. Okay? Just keep moving. Keep trying. Saying this to myself. Hey, Hannah, we got to pitch a book. We got to do it. You're doing it. Right? Like, that's the next step. And if you get denied, like, you show up and you pitch again. And you try again. And it just maybe isn't the right timing. Maybe it isn't the right timing for you. Like, Whatever it is or isn't, that's not really for me to decide. My job is to keep taking steps forward in things that I know to be true to me and things that I've written down as goals. Like, I can't avoid this book thing. My my actual goal that I write down every day is to write five books. So like, I, I can't sit in this fear space for much longer. Like, five books. 
that's no small task. And eventually I'm going to have to meet publishers. Duh. Eventually I'm going to have to do this pitching thing. Duh. So we got to get over that hump, right? So anyways, that's my great thing. It's like just getting up and trying again. Like you'll find the stage that's meant for you. You'll find the book producer that's meant for you. You'll find whatever that is. You'll find it but you're not going to find it just sitting here wallowing. And that's what I wanted to do for us. I wasn't going to find it just wishing that it would happen um, because I was scared of getting rejected again. So we tried again and here we are speaking on my first stage about a talk that I made based on the things that I'm doing. That's a big deal. Boom. Okay. So take time today for yourself. Yep. Just you. Recognize yourself for your great thing. Please. Please. It's important. Today I'm going to start my talk with that. Um, you know, and I'm trying to play out in my head how I start that way. But I think greatness grounding is just always going to be something I want to be a part of this movement forever. It's made such a drastic impact on groups of people I've worked with. So we're just always going to start there. Okay. Let's go ahead and get in here, get all the way in. I forget what I even titled this. Um, but yesterday I was talking with a friend and we were talking about just like the lowness and she just kind of looked at me and she's like, I'm just not happy. And I don't know that I can be, that that's really up to me. And, you know, she, after we have our conversation, we probably talk for about two hours on the topic because, you know, that's, that's what friends do. That's what they're there for. I, I need to help and hear and do anything that I can to help my friend. And so we're chatting about that and happiness just as a whole and just bottom line, do you deserve to be happy? Can you make happiness happen or are you just stuck in a place where it's not possible? And so that was the debate. Like, is it possible from where you're at right now? What's going on? And then she gets on Instagram and she's like, oh, wow, your, your post just kind of slapped me in the face. Thanks. And my post from probably two days ago was escape fine. And she's just kind of like, like, that's just it. That's the description of my life right now. Like everything's fine. And, and for some of us, right, like fine fine is a goal. Like some of us just need to get to a fine baseline before we can start, you know, accelerating past that. Some of us aren't even up there. So like, I'm so grateful that my life was fine and that that was my launching point because a lot of people are coming from lower than fine and they have a much harder struggle than I do. But either way, my life was fine right? Just fine. No real reason to shake it up. No real reason to change it up. No real reason to keep fighting for myself. It was just fine. 
everybody who you would ask would tell you that. Hannah's fine. In fact, they might even have told you that my life was great. But similar to the conversation I was having with my friend, I wasn't happy at all. But everybody was telling me that I should be. Because they're looking at my life and they're going, it's so amazing. You're so amazing. Like, this is an amazing thing that you've built. You, you are amazing. Your life is amazing. And I'm just constantly looking around like, someone's going to figure this out, right? That like, I'm just making all this up. That I don't even know how I got here. That everybody's pretty much been deciding what my life would look like since the moment that I was born, that I really didn't decide any of this. Like someone's going to figure that out. I don't even know how I got here. And pretty soon I'm just looking around at my life feeling like I didn't belong there. And truthfully, knowing in my core that it was, it was too small. That this life that I had planned on, this safe life, this backup plan life, would never sustain me. Right? And I would quickly figure that out as I quickly accomplished all the things that I had set. Right? Because that's what we do when we dream too small. Right? Like, we figure those things out. And then if you're like me, hopefully you aren't, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there anyways. Um, then if you're like me, you're looking for the drama. Like once you've accomplished everything, it's kind of like, okay, how do we make this exciting now? Because did that check. And I was just constantly looking to drum that up, constantly looking to pull drama into my life because it didn't exist anymore, because there was nothing to strive for, because there was nothing to push for. There was really just nothing, period. And I didn't really know that as I was going through it, because no one was really talking about that, right? Like a lot of people, a lot of people we're just running through life kind of going, oh, well, and, and most of the people that I would listen to talk were like, I survived this. This was a big thing. This was a big painful moment. And then I just decided that, that I couldn't, that I needed to rise up from here, that I had to do this, that I had to pull it together and I had to get this done. And every day I woke up fighting to stay out of that life. And Every time I would hear that, I'm like, be grateful, right? Like, your life is fine. Do you realize how big of a blessing that is? And even as I was talking to my friend yesterday, it was, she was saying the same things, echoing that same exact place that I was in not so long ago. Like, your life is fine. There is no reason for you to fight. And so that's why I wanted to tell this story. That's why it was so vital because what do you do when the worst thing that happened in your life 
is that your life is fine. Right? Like, that was it. And I knew right in that moment when I had that realization that I was either signing up for it and just going down that path, or I was going to sit up, decide that this is my story regardless, and just start going from there. And when I started going from there, I sat back down. And I wrote new dreams down because I had none left. And a really big piece of me had always just kind of set, had always revolved around this idea of writing, had always revolved around this idea of speaking on big stages. Like, hey, by the way, if you watch a lot of TED Talks, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, that might be the avenue for you, right? And like secretly in your mind, you're like, I really want to start a podcast, but that's not realistic. What would I talk about? What would I do? Hey, you should go ahead and just start. You won't figure it out wondering what you would talk about. You'll figure it out talking. Um, <laughs> that's what I figured out. Anyways, I pulled myself back up and I decided that I needed new dreams. And when I sat down at that book to write those things down, I probably sat for about three months staring at this book. Wanting to write dreams down, but knowing that I still had none. And this would have been, let's see, I turned 30. I took an intentional vacation, which I never had done in my adult life. I had taken a vacation to really sit down with my thoughts on the subject of where I wanted to take my life. And I wrote stuff down, but it really wasn't where I I wanted to go. And honestly, as I was sitting there and I was typing the things, my honest fear was that I end up right back in this place, that I elevate and I accomplish those things and I fall short again. And I end right back up in this fine life that I have to decide if I want again. And so I knew right then that I had to write things down that made me want to vomit. And that's the best way to describe it. I'm sorry if it grosses you out. I'm sorry if you wanted a better way to describe it, but like, that's it. Right? Because when I did it the other way, when I planned those safe dreams, I quickly became unsatisfied. Right? And I quickly elevated, found them, reached them, wanted to move on to the next thing. And that's not a bad way to live, except for I was so crazy, right, that I would do those things within two years and then go back to the drawing board. Like, come on. That's not going to be enough. That's not big enough. That's not really using the skills that I have. That's not, that's not challenging me. And it's not changing me. And it's not going to work. And I don't want to come back here again. Period. We're not reinventing this wheel again. Like, I'm fine if we accomplish a dream and then we slide something else in, but like, we can't accomplish them all at the same time and then be at 35 now and need to start all over again. 
and need to go to a big conference and need to be woken up again. Because really the only thing that I needed to be woken up from was just like, shake me and tell me that everything that I want is possible. That like these dreams that are true in my heart that I'm not listening to, but that I can hear very clearly that that's possible. And no one was coming along to tell me that. I had to tell myself that. I had to sign up and just say like, whether it is or isn't possible, this is what you want. This is what you want. You know. You know what that is. And I think so many times we just don't listen because it sounds hard. You know what? And I wish that it it sounded hard. It sounds impossible. It sounds silly, right? To like even let our minds venture down that path. But it's not, it's not silly to your heart. And you just, you really have to decide. Today, do you want to be happy? What's going to make you happy? Do you want to live that dream life? Like if you close your eyes right now, what would you be doing? And no, not the version that's like, oh my gosh, yes, I can see myself. I'm traveling. I have suitcases. I'm like working. I'm, I'm doing things. I'm in an airport. I'm like moving. Oh, mm, no. When are we going to travel? Like you don't travel for work. That's silly, right? Like you're not going to travel. Where are you going? You don't have time to travel. That's not a realistic dream. Okay, let's dream more realistically. Okay, okay. I'm going to open my eyes. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes again. Okay, now. Realistic dreams. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe we have a cup of coffee with a friend on a Friday. That's realistic. I could do that today. And like, I'm fine with you stair-stepping to the things, but I want, I want those things that are going to challenge you and push you outside of your comfort zone because that's how you know. Like, does it scare you and give you jitters, but also light your heart on fire when you think about doing it? Those are the ones that I want. I don't want the safe ones again. Like, I don't want the, uh, this, this is me. Okay. These are specific to me. Don't be offended if these are your actual goals. This is just my truth. Okay. I had adopted this version of my life for so long that this was all that I wanted. I wanted to be a businesswoman because forever, that was the epitome of success to me. And I wanted to wear the pantsuits and I wanted to be this, I wanted to drive a white SUV and I wanted to be this materialistic version of what I envisioned a successful businesswoman being. That was what I wanted. I didn't really have any real goals around that. I had the materialistic version of what that would look like. And that was just it. As long as I appeared to be that person, people would recognize me as that. And that's all that I cared about at that point. Because that just feeds your ego enough. 
but not enough is what I would find out. It would never be enough. And so like you try to accomplish more, you try to be in places, but since I had never really sat down with what I wanted, I would quickly get exhausted. The ego boost wouldn't be enough. And everybody would just keep saying like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. Like you're really going to do something. And then I just wind up in the same place where it's like, well, what am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? Is someone going to come tell me? Cause I'm feeling a little bit burnout now. And when I didn't have those constant ego feeds, ego exchanges, when people weren't telling me that I was great, I was always striving for that comment again, for that next person that was going to validate that I was amazing. And it was basically based on what I showed up as, right? It was basically based on this idea, this person that I was projecting myself to be, right? Because I could convince people that I was that person as long as I was consistent with how I showed up, right? They wouldn't know. How would they ever know? Because you can go ahead and, and buy your way into looking like any role that you want. You can. You can buy the SUV. You can buy the nice clothes. You can do those things. But it isn't going to sustain you. And so happiness to me looked like freedom, which, duh, so many of us want that. But we aren't really willing to talk about what that means. So for me, freedom looked like Being able to structure my life, being able to go on vacations, being able to do things that I wanted to do because I wanted to do them. Like, that's what that looked like for me. And happiness looked like me being free to explore different things. Um, Happiness looked like me, I don't know just living the life that I actually saw when I closed my eyes. Not living the life that I had convinced people I was living, right? Like I didn't feel like a successful business person, even though I looked the part, even though I could talk the talk, but I wasn't really walking it because every day that I walked in there, that somebody wasn't boosting my ego based on how I looked based on how I showed up, I quickly became exhausted. And so I think today it's, it's just really about finding what that is for you. And it's going to be different for everybody and everybody's journey is so different, but like, what are those things that are going to sustain you long-term that are going to push you beyond your comfort zones and not just the materialistic version of what those things are, because that's pretty much where I built my dreams, where I had built my life. Like whatever's going to just look the part for everybody, that's where I want to show up. And it just isn't going to work. It's not because it's not going to be enough. It's not going to be what you truly want because all that can just go away right? Like all my clothes could go away. I could show up disheveled. And then people were like concerned about me. Like, whoa, uh, Hannah, she like, I'm still the exact same person clothes or not hairbrush or not, but people only wanted that polished version. And that got exhausting, right? Because that was the only thing that I was really about this version of myself. 
And not that I'm not polished now, just that like, that's not the only story that exists about me. That Hannah dresses nice, so she must be some sort of professional. Like, there's more to that story, but I had only committed to that one. Just look the part. No one needs to know that you're not happy. No one needs to know that this is not enough. And no one's going to know. That's what's worse. It's like, you can be just fine. You can tell that story, right? However you want. You could could go right now and buy a closet full of clothes that convince everybody that you're living the best life possible. You could buy a car that convinces them as well. You could do all those things. And no one will know the difference, but you will. And you can't, you can't convince yourself for that long. I'm telling you from experience, like here I am wishing that I had written dreams that were unrealistic, that I had written dreams that seemed impossible so that I didn't exhaust myself. And yet here we are, like that plays perfectly into how all this is going to play out. And that all had to happen. The pain of that moment all had to happen for a reason. But there's still this portion of you that knows that it's fake. Right? That knows that this can't sustain you long term. And that's what I want to prevent you from doing. Because for me, that looked like just trying to fill up with everything to boost my ego. And I was quickly exhausted. And I was spending all of my time doing things that didn't mean anything to me. Right? And so today, if you could just sit. Sit with what you really want. Sit with what's really going to make you happy. Figure out how you want to show up in this world. And it has nothing to do with your clothes, your cars, money. And it has everything to do with what's going to sustain energy over time. Like what lights your soul on fire. As always, you're smart strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Also, if you're listening to this, grab a ticket to you conferences. I'm telling you. Hey loves, I'm so grateful that you tuned in today. If you want more, you want the weekly update. And this is called the Don't Do It Alone, Your Weekly Guide to Greatness. That really is going to give you the inside look at the tactics from the weekly discussions that we have right here. Um, That's a weekly guide to greatness that you need in your inbox. Go over to nussinc.com. And the first thing you'll see is the subscribe now um, to get that in your inbox. I would love to hang out with you and give you a way to apply the things that we talk about on this show to your life. Um, as always, you can find me on Instagram at the death of a dream. Um, find me there, follow me there. Let's chat. 
because uh, I know that some of this stuff is impacting you in bigger ways. And I'd love to talk with you about it. What's going on? How are you using this? How is this changing you? And as always, if something hits with you, please share it. Please go ahead, review this. This movement, the death of a dream movement is about rising one another, finding new ways to look at the world, finding new approaches to life and growing together. We are a community of mostly women who are looking to change our lives in some way. So like, share, comment, review. That's how you can pay me back if this has helped you in any way. I'm so grateful for you and everything that you are doing.